You are listening to the Unapologetically Gitty Podcast, and this is your host, Gitty Cats. Here on the podcast, I want to open up the conversation to talk about things that maybe other people feel a little bit uncomfortable talking about because I'm just unapologetically me. As a mom of two boys, I've got a nine-year-old and a four-year-old boy. I am excited to talk about the subject today of parenting guilt because I think if you're a parent, then at some point or another, you've probably been afflicted with feelings of parenting guilt. Whether that feeling of parenting guilt is coming from your own feelings, so self-inflicted, or if it's media-induced, it's not something fun to experience. We've all been there. We've all experienced it. The parenting guilt is real. And from a point of view of media-induced guilt, it's kind of a part of that whole comparison game where you see other moms and other dads and other parents on social media who appear to be excelling at this thing we call parenting, which is really tough. And you just assume that they're doing amazing at it. And then you end up feeling even more guilty because you're wondering, Why can't I be one of those amazing parents who always excels at parenting? But I think it's very important in those moments when you find yourself thinking that to pull yourself back in, reel yourself back in, and realize that every single parent has those moments where they're tired or they're stressed or they're hungry or whatever it might be, and they're going through things and they may have raised their voice or they may have been a little harsh with their child or maybe they weren't there to comfort their child when they should have been, or whatever it might be, they are not perfect. Those moments are moments you're probably not going to see on social media, but they are happening because they happen to all of us. So I think in general, when looking at social media, you need to be reminding yourself constantly that it's a highlight reel, besides for from a parenting standpoint, but especially from a parenting standpoint, where you kind of assume that people are just doing everything perfectly when you're just seeing a tiny part of each person's life. You're just seeing a highlight reel, the parts that they want to show you. And even if they're super real with you, they may not be showing you a lot of things that you are making yourself feel horrible about. So being someone that really realizes this, this is probably not one of my main faults. I do this in more of a personal way. So I don't really look at social media and assume that everything is perfect. And so I don't necessarily beat myself up about it from that point of view. But oftentimes I will compare myself to my friends, to my peers, to other moms in my life who seem to be doing everything so well, or at least certain things that I'm not so good at super well. So for example, I've got a friend who is just awesome at planning things. So like, Even if we're going out somewhere, she's just really good at figuring out where to go and when and timing it and and planning it. And I'm just like, you plan it and I'll be there because that's how I'm not, I'm just not so great at that. And she truly is. And then when it comes to her family days out, she's very good at planning those as well. So she'll plan these awesome trips and you know, in the fall, she'll take them to the apple orchard. And then in the summertime, she's at the water park with them. And like every Sunday, she's got them at these fun activities and she finds them fun free things to do and fun things across the states. And 
I just think she's super fun. And I'm not so good at that. I am more of a home planner. So I plan things in the house and I'm not so great at planning things outside of the house. Here and there, I'll, I'll surprise myself and plan a great birthday party for one of my kids. But besides for that, I'm always like, gosh, why can't I be more organized and put together and researching fun things for my family to do together? I've gotten better at it. But anyways, the point is, I kind of compare myself to my friends who are excelling at things that I don't necessarily excel in in parenting. Like I have another friend who just never ever raises her voice. She just always has an even awesome tone the way she talks to her kids and I always work on that and kind of think to myself, I hope that I can get better at that. Just, you know, with the way I speak, I'm not yelling at my kids often, but what I mean is just the way you talk with your kids constantly. And then another friend who's just super organized. Her kids' games are stacked perfectly in the playroom all the time. Her kids' snacks are packed a week in advance. And their school clothes are folded perfectly and prepared every single night before they go to sleep. And yeah, do I do those things sometimes? Sure, but life isn't always that pretty. The point is that none of us are perfect. I myself experience this parenting guilt and this comparison from time to time. So I'm just making sure that you all realize I'm not coming from a standpoint of telling you what to do here. I'm telling you that I suffer from this as well. And so we need to stop doing this to ourselves. And I have to say, a huge part of my old parenting guilt used to come from working two full-time jobs and never getting to see my kids and never being able to spend extra time with my kids. So now a lot of that has gotten 1,200 times better because I now work for myself. I make my own hours. I get to decide when I'm going to spend time with my children and when I'm going to be working and I create those boundaries and there's nothing like it. So being a health coach has completely changed my life as I may have mentioned in many other podcasts before, but it's changed my life in this way where I can now be a better mom and I feel better about my parenting with my children. So it's just awesome. So I just wanted to mention how grateful I feel that I get to be more present with my kids when they arrive home from school because I am working during the time that they're in school or at camp or wherever they may be instead of working when they get home still. I remember discovering Shalene Johnson years and years ago, probably around the time after giving birth to my first son. So probably around nine and a half years ago or nine years ago, eight and a half years ago, somewhere around there. And I discovered her because of her workout programs. So I used to do Turbo Fire, which was an awesome hit program. And it was just great for letting out some energy and getting a workout in at home. So I did her workouts, but on top of that, she also had a really great program where she would send you emails and you can watch these videos of her talking about being productive and all this great stuff. And that was years ago. Since then, she's become massive on Instagram and she has a podcast and she talks about all these subjects as well nowadays. But anyways, it's just funny how I've discovered her way back then and now I still watch her. I still really love her content. And she recently was talking about parenting guilt and I watched her video and it came back with some really great details, some really great things that are very helpful to me. So one of the things she said and one of the things that she talked about and she actually was talking about it with her husband was about allowing our children to fail because allowing them to fail is teaching them. 
first of all, it's teaching them that they are allowed to fail, they are allowed to mess up, and that they can pick themselves up, dust themselves off again, and continue on, and that they will excel, and that they will do well, but it's okay to fail sometimes. And this way, we can be less perfection-based when it comes to our parenting ways, where we're you know, thinking about the way we're parenting and we're feeling guilty, instead of feeling guilty when our kids fail, we can think to ourselves, good, they failed. Now they're going to do better next time. Now I've taught them that they can pick themselves up and do better next time or that it's okay to fail and you don't need to have parenting guilt over it. So it just gives us less of that perfection mindset where we're always telling ourselves we didn't do good enough because our kid wasn't perfect. Your kids are not going to be perfect. They're going to make mistakes and it's okay. So when you come from that point of view, it's much easier not to feel guilt when they don't do everything right or perfectly. But it's important if you're a parent to recognize that it's okay if you have regrets. It's okay if you didn't do everything perfectly. We're all humans. We're all struggling with this thing. It's all brand new to you. You have a new baby, it's brand new. You have a one-year-old, a two-year-old, a three-year-old, a four-year-old, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, however old they are, it's all new to you. You've never done this before. Even when you're working with a second kid or a third kid, they're all different. It's, it's all brand new and we all have to learn it as we go. And remember that all parents sometimes think to themselves and wish that they could have done something better or with more enthusiasm or whatever it might be that they wish they could have done differently with their children, right? And like I said earlier, I'm a parent of a nine-year-old and a four-year-old boy, so I'm not a parenting expert here. I'm not coming from a point of view of having gone through the whole teenagehood situation, parenting a girl even. So those are all very different things that I can't even give you advice on because I have no experience with it. I'm not a parenting expert, but I will say that something that strikes me is the fact that I really want to work on not being so hard on myself when it comes to my parenting. Am I keeping my kids alive? Am I feeding them every day? Am I making sure that they're pretty happy? Great. We're doing an amazing job. Are you making sure that your kid is pretty happy in school? Amazing. Are you doing his homework with him? Great. I mean, pat yourself on the back for all the successes you've had, all the amazing things you've done from the time they were born until the age that they are right now. It's incredible. And if you did mess up, which we all do at one point or another, don't revel in your self-pity. Remind yourself what it is you did wrong. Go over it in your head a little bit. Don't make yourself feel all kinds of bad. Just say, hey, that's something I don't want to do again. I'm going to get better at that. Or in the, the next time this situation happens, I'm going to react this way instead. And focus on that instead of the negative. Focus on the positive. This means recognizing that you're not always perfect, that you will make mistakes, and that sometimes you do want to make some adjustments and that you may want to change some habits that you're not so amazing at. And that's okay. It's all one big learning experience. So can I ask you to stop comparing yourself to parents on social media? Stop looking at Facebook in your feed and assuming that everyone's got everything perfectly right. Start being proud of yourself and celebrating yourself as the great parent that you are. And if you make mistakes, work on it. Go to a parenting course, read a book, do your work for sure, but don't make yourself feel bad when you mess up. We all mess up in all areas of our life and parenting is not gonna be the one you're not going to mess up on. It's how we learn. While we're on the subject of parents, I may as well recognize my parents for a second. 
because I have two of the most awesome parents. And for example, my dad is just the most amazing listener. He always has been from the time I was growing up. He's always been a listening ear. If there was something to talk about, there was something that was bothering me, he was always there to listen to it and not with judgment. It was just like, okay, that's how you're feeling. And we would go over things. It wasn't like, oh, you're bad for thinking that way. Or why would you think that? Or why are you doing it this way? He would just give his input in a kind way and he would move on. And same goes for today. I could call him anytime. I can literally pick up the phone and call him anytime and he will have a conversation with me. And if something's bothering me, he'll listen, he'll validate it. And he doesn't make me feel silly. He doesn't judge me. It's the most awesome thing to have in a parent, I think. And there's so much that I can learn from him, especially now as a parent myself, that I can learn and transfer over to my own parenting skills based on that. And I think you can find that with your parents. There's always going to be those things that you're like, oh, wow, I don't really want to carry that over to my own parenting. That wasn't something I want to emulate. Or you can find the positive things that you say, wow, I really hope that I can be as great as a parent one day as my parents are in this way. My dad is the best advice giver. And I think that sometimes instead of being positive about it and thinking at it on it from that point of view of, I want to be like that, be more like that, I think of it in more of a guilty way like, oh, I wish I could listen to my kids more and be more attentive to them the way he is. And I kind of slip into that way of thinking instead of being more positive. So I'm trying to switch that verbiage around when I'm talking to myself. Like, let's be more like him in this way instead of saying, oh, I feel terrible that I'm not more like him in this way. You see, it's just a way of speaking to yourself. And I truly have learned a lot from it, a lot about implementing it as well, where I try really hard to listen to my kids more when they're talking and really give them my full attention. Am I perfect at it? No way. But I've gotten better at it and I plan to get better at it. So putting my phone away when they're speaking with me and listening to what they have to say, even if they're talking about something that doesn't have great value to what I'm doing or what I'm thinking about, listen anyways. So, you know, for example, my older son loves to talk about dinosaur bones and he's obsessed with like paleontology and and all these really interesting things he thinks about and he'll sit and talk about it for 20 minutes sometimes and he needs me to be a listener. He needs me to validate his thoughts, whether they are silly or they are not silly. He needs me to be a listener. And the other person I've learned some great things from is my mom. And you need to meet my mom to see this in real life. It's crazy. But my mom is the most selfless person you ever met. She will literally give you the coat off her back. And I mean that. If you say I'm cold, she's giving you her coat. If you say you're hungry, she's giving you her sandwich that she's currently eating. If you say that you need a couple of dollars to buy something, she will literally give you that money because that is who she is. No matter if she doesn't have it, she'll figure out a way to get it to you. Even if she's hungry and she's eating that sandwich, she's giving it to you because you said you wanted it. So I've learned so much from that and that's something I certainly work on every day because I want to be more like her in that way. That's something that I have worked on for years because 
I'm not naturally selfless. I don't think people are naturally selfless. I think it's something that you watch happen and then you incorporate it yourself and that's how you end up being more like that. So on the subject of parenting guilt, I think it's really not so necessary most of the time, especially if you're keeping your kids alive and you're doing a great job at it and you're not hurting your kids emotionally or physically, which would be something to definitely have a lot of guilt about. Other than that, you are most likely an incredible parent. So give yourself a pat on the back, recognize how awesome you are, and realize that you are going to make mistakes, you aren't going to be perfect, you may pick up some things from your parents that you didn't love as much, you may notice some things that you like a lot that you like to be better at, and work at them. And then when you find yourself in those feelings, and you realize that you're starting to guilt yourself, and you're making yourself feel terrible about your parenting skills or something you did wrong, think into it deeper and see if you're doing the right thing for your kids. If you are, then there's no arguing that you're an amazing parent and it really doesn't matter. And then you can tell those parenting guilt feelings to go take a hike. And another good thing to remember is that oftentimes other parents have different way of parenting and they have their own opinion of what good parenting looks like. So don't listen to other parents' opinions on how you should be raising your children or how you should be doing things with your children because your children are your children and your children's needs are your children's needs and their children are their children with their own set of needs. So you need to remember that it's nice to hear from other people and if you ask for someone's advice, it's great, you can listen. And you can get great advice from other people. But remember to take it with a grain of salt when they're giving you advice that you didn't necessarily ask for or that you aren't ready to hear. Should you be open-minded when it comes to parenting? Absolutely. But that doesn't mean that you need to allow everyone to reflect off of you and give you their feelings on everything that you're doing and allow that to make you feel terribly about yourself. So if you find yourself doing that, that's a whole other level of parenting guilt that you definitely do not need to be dealing with. My opinion is parenting is hard enough without us making it harder on ourselves. So notice the positive, be good to yourself, allow yourself to do things the way you do them, and just do your best all the time and recognize that you're doing your best as well. And then You'll be the best parent ever. And now, I just want to thank all of you listeners who tuned in to the Unapologetically Gitty podcast today. And I will be back with another one next week, so stay tuned. And if you found value in any of this, please do share with your friends on Instagram and Facebook. And subscribe so you don't miss any of my podcasts in the future.